Hello? Are, are there still people here? Hello? Hello? Oh my god, there's somebody else here. What? what? Hi. What? Oh my god, there's more than one person what? here. Who? What? Oh shit. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm the Why are the lights still on? Oh my god. That is an excellent question. I can't honestly remember where the lights are. Ooh, pay! We don't. Well, I don't think we have a light switch. I thought we never did. Oh, right. It's, 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 hold on. I think it's in this transformer bar. Hold on. We don't have the budget for light switches. Oh, one, he's, two, he's got a three, boy. four, five. That means all of us are here, right? I I think so. I think so. Any idea on what made that noise a second ago? Yeah. Is that Jerry, the tech guy? Jerry! We lost Jerry, oh, the tech guy. Oh, we got tech boys now. That's right. When did we hire boys? a tech guy? Well, it's not that we hired him. Interns. He just kind of lives in the back room, and um, yeah. occasionally we throw food at him through the cage. Don't you yeah, know he's how in the back room. He just it sounds like does the one of that 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 old TikTok meme is like, if you're a demon, knock once. We don't have you the don't, budget to actually start the podcast. You don't. <laughs> no, no, we don't. You don't pay anyway. your interns. You just get an intern. You just go out there and you <laughs> go, "Hey, you're an intern now." You just take. You just pluck them from the pluck them from the the schoolyard, and boom, you've got yourself an intern. Oh, oh dear God! Okay, <laughs> it is 2021. Really? We're back. New attitude. New space. Which will be visualized soon, because the guy I paid to do it is a little bit behind on the process. I was wondering about that. John, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Don't go and talk about, about it that. until it's done. I was wondering it's about It's bad that. enough I'm teasing something that, like, three people are going to actually care about. But whatever. Hi. That's highly sexual. Amy. 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 Oh, Amy. goodness. Amy. We, need, we, need like that. A, we need, like, a jar in the corner for, like, a quarter. Oh, my God. Can, can we do that? Yeah. What is it can for? <laughs> Amy, <laughs> the reason you don't know what it's for is part of the problem. <laughs> and I, I, I was the one that was loose with those type of things. Like, Jesus. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. First things first, let's get introductions out of the way, and then we're going to talk about Hi, our Amy, new I'm charity the Pink Ranger. <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> Amy. 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 I thought... You know, uh, Amy, I thought you said you didn't want to say anything. I thought you wanted to be muted and not comment and just watch your reality TV shows and just... Here, I'm just going to do this. Be... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I won't actually do that. Funny. Okay. Charities. So, yes. Homosexual charities. Somebody is gonna die by the end of the night, and I'm gonna be honest here. It might be me killing myself, but somebody's gonna die tonight. Is it Amy the Pink Ranger? Probably not. I can't go and kill off our only sex appeal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. wait, whoa. whoa, hold on, whoa. wait a second, whoa. I thought Tyler coming was in here the with sexy those words. One. You coming in here with those no, see, words? Tyler's sir? the sexy one, but he's also taken, so you know he's off that listing on. But wait. But wait, wait. Cole's missing a finger, so even with this Fabio hair, I can't go and count him. He's not, you know, that, um, let's see here, what's what's that trendy magazine? GQ quality uh, anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, John is just too good for this world, so I can't go and put him in that category. He's the best of I'm, us. I, I'm, I'm an American Benedict Cumberbatch, and by that I mean I'm like 70 pounds overweight. Your eyes uh, are slightly <laughs> further apart in a weird way. <laughs> yes. You're yes. secretly hey, a just, just, just a little bit wider. <laughs> I'm not Mark Zuckerberg, okay? Can we stop with comparing me to Mark Zuckerberg? 
Anyway, welcome everybody to the Soccer Arrangers podcast, which has been going on for five minutes in 2021, and I'm already ready to hit the nuke button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Let me introduce you to the cavalcade of Cretans and just scum and villainy that you've come to know and approve of over the years. And if you're new here, hey, get ready to meet him for the first time. I think approve is stretching first. it. Tolerate. There we go. Cool. Speaking yeah. of tolerate, yes. here's Cole. That right there. <laughs> ah! yes. Got him. The most tolerable of us all, Cole, the Green Ranger. Hi, everyone. <laughs> God, I wish I could have screen capped that face that you were just making a second ago. That needs that needs to be an Instagram post. I wish I could go and describe just everything I'm looking at here, but it's just too much for words, people. I can describe anyway. it. Anyway. <laughs> Don't. You'll get no, we should, we we should get some it. momentum. We're Let's get some in momentum. Chaos. Let's just here. <laughs> Sorry. Then, over here on the other side of the room, we have the other Canadian. Oh, Whoa. The self- the self-described sexy one. Yeah. The one with a chair that just won't stop flashing the lights. Except it turned off. Vibrating his time. ass. It does do that, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Yes. Here we go. It's Where is it? Wait. What? Hold up. Give it. Wait. We just, are just an set. auditory wait, medium. Wait. Just Nobody set. can okay. tell you're hold. fucking with your yeah. chair. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold. Yep. There we go. We got oh it. We got it. It's going. It's going. It's Look at that. Rainbow flash. It's Tyler, the Black Ranger. Hey, I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. How are you doing tonight? Hey, uh, I love the crowd. Yeah. Tip your waitresses. Moving over to the seat next to him. It's the one that just keeps making inappropriate oh. comments. This used to be Cole's thing, and it's been culturally appropriated by the white girl in the room. Culturally <laughs> it's Amy, appropriated? The Pink Ranger. Get it? Culturally appropriated? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just say cool. Turkey. Okay, I will happily pass that on. I'm perfectly fine with this. Yep, yep. I throw it down and to the left. <laughs> yes, coming from the other corner. The one with the most desk space. Mostly because he's just got it covered in too many sharp implements for the rest of us to get close enough to. <laughs> it's John, the Silver Ranger. Hi, everybody. Or as I like to refer to him, my insurance policy. Hi. How's it going? Wait, your insurance policy. <laughs> yes, a lot if we of ever get raided, I'm just going to go and let you take care of it. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> and then there's me, your American Benedict Cumberbatch. The guy with the accent you just can't quite figure out. The fat one. That guy. I weigh more than you do. Now it started coming back. I was just thinking that. Isn't Cole bigger than you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even I have that type of one. He weighs like 130 pounds. Fucking badass. <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger, and I have no idea why I'm back here. You're old. You're here because we love you. The difference. You're the old. Yeah, we're the one. exact same age. <laughs> the old. We're not the same age, and you know it. We're practically oh. the same age. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to go and talk about the most dreaded and cursed subject we've ever had to talk about. Dumpster fires. Cole. Cole's back here. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All the things that we had to go and leave behind with 2020. I do not have back hair. I wouldn't know. I don't want to know. I want to keep I it a mystery. I've learned way like too much Loch Ness. about Cole in the last 30 seconds. That's Amy's fault. Anyway. So, 
Uh, despite the chaos here, it was intentional. We're here to go and just get 2020 behind us. We kind of do this every year where we do a recap of something or other. This year, we're just going to kind of talk about the year as a whole. It was challenging. It was difficult. Some good things did come out of it. There was also a whole lot of shit. We're not going to go and get political. We're not going to dwell. We're going to acknowledge it happened and leave it there. Pretty much. So, we're just going to go and start off with a little bit of just... Our 2020. We got through it. Our hot takes. Something maybe we're thankful for that came out of it. And then... We're just going to go and do what's a little bit more fun, where we're just going to go and talk about uh, the various media that we consumed during that period of time. What we liked, what we hated, and what disappointed us the most. Because, you know, 2020, what, how can we go and talk about something without just focusing on disappointment? And then, at the end of it, we're going to talk about our new charity drive. Where every time Amy goes and interrupts with something overtly sexual, she has to throw a dollar into a coin jar. And we're going to go and take all of it at the end of the year. And I will dollar match it. And we'll be donating to the Eden Reforestation Project. <laughs> that oh, works. There you go. I agree with that. Yep. <laughs> I, I get no say in this <laughs> no, then, I guess. You don't. <laughs> nope, you get no say in this. You're just going to be broke by the end of the year. <laughs> you will be charitable and you will like it. Exactly. <laughs> so where do we want to start? Do we so, want to start in January? I, I think we're just going to focus on the year as a whole, because I think if we go by it month by month, this is just going to turn into the worst version of the drinking game ever. <laughs> and by that, I mean all of us will be drinking by the end of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll break And it. I've been sober since I was 17, so... We were supposed to wait till the end to start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the binge drinking. <laughs> How about this, then? No. Let's start off mm -hmm. with the first big thing for us. The mm -hmm. cancellation of our general con. Mm. Of our cons. Um, how many, Did you guys get any at the beginning of this year? Because I know I some one. people, there was at least one or two or three cons that were in the beginning of the year. That still went through. Mm -hmm. I didn't yeah. get any no. conventions. I went yeah. to Miyako Con, which is a little baby hotel con. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, digital events. Yep, no, I I booked a whole bunch of hotel rooms last year, and I refunded all but one of them. And by that I mean I somehow forgot to go and click the confirm button after canceling one and got charged a late fee. Aww. <laughs> yeah, it's all cool. They ended up actually giving me credit, so we'll see if the con ends up happening this year, because I can just go and roll it over for that. They just wouldn't refund my card, which I'm actually totally okay with. Yeah. So. Um... And how do you guys think that cons have evolved so far this year? Because we've seen hard. different versions so far. It, it's hard to go and describe that, though, just because right now so many people are in this transitional space mm -hmm. with it. It's hard to go and describe them as really evolving and more in what we did as a compromise. Adapting. Because, unfortunately, it's nothing that we did none of the convention experiences that we had I believe will have any sort of permanence like even if conventions don't come back this year a lot of them 
are already making it pretty clear that they're just not going to be able to do what they did last time because it was just a money hole. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the stuff that we enjoy tend to be nonprofit conventions. You're talking about a situation where it is basically volunteers doing the work. Payouts don't really happen with that kind of stuff. So it's, it's hard to describe that. That being said... I will say I did have a good time with what little we were able to get. I still didn't like what happened with Gamescom, with E3. I thought that was really her was really hollow in terms oh, of experiences, and actually left me feeling really isolated. Weirdly Why? enough, don't just refer to it; describe it. I okay. So one of the things that works really well for something like E3, despite the problems that it's had over the last several years. One of the things that works really well for E3 is there's, generally speaking, a very good structure for these different companies to be able to showcase their stuff and to be able to go and draw attention to their most involved projects. They give us an idea of what we're looking for. And while I'm not necessarily a huge fan of AAA development anymore, it is actually nice getting to see what Bethesda, what Ubisoft, what Microsoft's first-party studios, what Sony studios do and be able to see what's kind of coming down the pipe, especially with the recent push towards indie developers and showcasing more of that stuff as AAA game development has become more costly and thereby fewer games get released from AAA developers. The problem with the summer of games that <laughs> happened last year is a replacement for E3. There was no structure. It right. was just, oh, we're going to be a platform where these companies can go and throw their stuff out there and we will just back it and show it off. That actually led to a situation where marketing was so incredibly fractured that only a couple of titles were able to go and draw any attention whatsoever. The indies got completely railroaded as a result of it. And even when a studio, say a big AAA developer, wanted to go and push something, if there was something that was mildly interesting or if a controversy came up as a result of an announcement of something else... It ended up taking full focus, which ended up hurting a lot of games upon release this year. And it feels even weirder to go and say that when you're talking about a company like Ubisoft. But my god, they had another Starlink Battle of Atlas-style flop on their hands hmm. with that Felix Immortal Rising game, which nobody apparently was aware came out based on its sales figures. The no. Breath of the Wild one? Yes. <laughs> well, it's like, that came out of nowhere, too. I remember that just magically appearing on the shelves, and it's like, where did this come from? Why wasn't this covered or announced, even? It just kind of showed well, that's just up it. everywhere. And it was... Yeah, that's just it. It was like, it was announced at the Summer of Games. Sheesh. Ubisoft tried everything to get people interested in it. Everybody was the only pro... interested in Sephiroth being in Smash. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, that definitely did affect things a little bit during that news cycle where normally you would be generating the most hype, but... Doesn't Sephiroth always just generate the most hype? Yeah. Yeah. But let's not go into one of my most disappointing moments of the year yet. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going to be talking later. <laughs> so... There's somebody that listens to this podcast that's going to want to kill me right now just for making that statement without any description behind so, it. No, just do the description now. I can't wait. I have been patient. You will wait. <laughs> so I'm curious so. then. Out of the games that we did get, that we do have, and that we did play, 
however few they may be, because so many of them got pushed back. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm. And still came out mm. broken. One game I want to talk about... Well, it w- I don't know. I don't want to talk about uh, a game that came out that I f- that did fantastic. Okay. Before, before yeah, you no, do, let's... though, I honestly didn't play any new games this year, to be totally honest. What? I played a lot of old <laughs> games. I played, no. like, once... Wow, the new WoW expansion came out in November. I played that. But... <laughs> But during the year, I went back and I tried to catch up on games that I've been meaning to finish. Well, I'll tell you what, Cole. How about you play whatever game John's about to suggest right now? And that'll be your 2020 game. I played Dragon Age for a long time as well. (laughs) John, what is Cole's 2020 game? Ghost of Shime. Ah, yes. That is on my list. The game that, like, we saw one really cool trailer and then a cool cinematic, like game because you know when they release the games right and they're the videos and it's like look at this it looks beautiful and you're like oh well this is just a tech demo right it's just a tech demo no this is going to be in game but everything we saw in the tech demo was in the game everything down to the assassinations the environment was just beautiful like shishime is just it's a game it's really hard to describe it's like you're traveling from point A to point B, but you don't want to fast travel. It's one of those kind of games. You want to take in the environment. You want to see what happens. Wind flows you in one direction. You turn, you go in that direction. Oh, you got to save this person. And the story was fantastic. I thought the story wasn't going to be that good, if that makes sense. Like, maybe somewhat recycled. But it they did a good job with it. They did a good job with the lore and story of Shoshime about the Mongol invasion. I mean, they definitely did their homework for this game. And, I mean, I'm playing it in New Game Plus now. Is that the one that was in Japanese with the Japanese mode where you could make it, like, Seventh Samurai style? Yeah, they changed it. That was so unique. To the the black and white, and then you could change it to the uh, Japanese uh, language. But it's just Something about that game, they... Because it was such a story-driven game, which is kind of interesting considering the game's heavy Japanese influences, is they didn't animate lip-syncing for the Japanese dialogue. They only did the English lips synced. True. Because they wanted it to appeal. Mm-hmm. That That's one of those things, I don't know, I, I've seen some people criticize that one, but I do have to go and say this was not a game that was really developed very heavily for international markets, which might sound kind of weird based on what its subject matter is, but yeah, you're, you're talking about a game that did actually pay a lot of reverence to the material that's being done here. The fact that there was a mode like that included in the game is really actually pretty fucking cool and such an admission to what the influences of the team making it were. It's actually, I think, really... I actually find it very touching when you have a Western studio like that that puts so much effort into getting cultural and contextual points right. Mm -hmm. To criticize one detail like that, which quite honestly would require you to make an entire extra set of render her render points and that's where a lot of the fine detail of those games comes into yeah well i was just i was um looking into 
they were talking about um, automatic lip syncing and how, you know, like in Mass Effect games, um, like Andromeda's, the way they had it auto-generate the lip syncing made them look soulless. And that's really, yeah. I think, the next step in good graphics is having... And, and um, I wish I could... I can remember it real quick, but there's that new software Joy something mm -hmm. that they used for Cyberpunk that uh, not only... You, you set it on a track with what the words are, so it'll get the vowel sounds right, and then you also can set different emotions throughout the sentence, and then you have a bass to fine-tune. So there, there are ways to... They're trying to streamline it, but really the most authentic uh, acting is motion capture still. Like, but you can't just motion capture all these scenarios. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. It's, it, it's one of those, I will love the day on where that stuff becomes readily accessible and easy enough to be able to work in because honestly it's more than just japanese language you're talking about a lot of mediums that mm -hmm. don't have the ability to do that and it always takes you out a little bit i actually feel really bad for a lot of foreign markets when you're talking about the american film industry because you can dub any way you want to on there dubbing is still the most popular way of consuming uh visual media internationally it's not subtitles that's actually not that well appreciated in a lot of these other markets, but your lip sync will never match up. Yeah. That's something that there is a big push right now in trying to go and come up with auto generation processes to be able to go and actually remap lip syncing with an actor for international markets. Tyler and, and I... it's starting to come along. But then again, there's also Henry Cavill in Justice League, and you're like, it's not, it's not even close to right yet. <laughs> We had an interesting experience with um, Bahubali is this movie that um, was on our poster of 100 Bucket List movies, and it's this Bollywood epic. It's really good. It's like five hours between the two parts, but it's just like, it's like The Lion King, but it's Bollywood. Oh, it's not. Remember, we looked that up. It's not Bollywood. It's a, a different wood of the India that's done for like more actions, but they have the world record for largest movie poster because they had a movie poster the side of a building. That's awesome. So there were two languages that it was recorded in, which Tyler will tell you now. Uh, was it Tamali and Tangu? Ta no, Tamali and Tangu? Something like that. Um, so we were trying to, like we do with anime, watch the original version, but actually they recorded both simultaneously they just did every mm -hmm. scene twice because uh language just isn't as there there just are m more variety in what languages yeah. are, are commonly spoken i thought that was really cool i don't know but yeah, no that's that's awesome uh Not that's one of the actors were capable of that yeah that's one of the things you could notice though is some scenes like the main actors you could see them speaking and then there's other scenes that were like more like group scenes that they clearly didn't shoot twice they just like dubbed over it um because the version oh like a crowd chanting yeah it was like sometimes you'd see it off but it'd be because it was like a giant mass group scene and you're like oh okay this is because uh, technically the version i think they have their main version is the one we actually couldn't find which is the i think it's the telugu is what it's telugu I guess. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting that they just... And then they eventually made it in, like, Hindu version and then an English version. And then that's why I was confused when I was like... So, 
we were watching uh we've gone on a tangent but anyways and we were watching it we wanted it was on our we have our we had a movie poster that we've been we watched a ton of movies over christmas and that's just what we did um but i was confused because i looked on netflix and there's just like four different versions it's not like it was one version and you just changed your uh dub over it it was literally four different version movies on there that you had to pick whichever one you wanted because they were straight up just different movies um and not dubbed that way and i was like why is it like this and then that brought up the rabbit hole of going down of going oh they recorded two different languages at the same time and then they added the english and the hindu dubs after so those ones were dubbed over but the first ones were just literally shot twice mm-hmm. i was like whoa but that movie's so fucking extra like of course they did it- also if you watch Bahu Bali, the drinking game is every time, because they don't want you to think that animal cruelty is happening, whenever there's anything potentially um, problematic happening with it, like an animal, like they wrestle an elephant or whatever, CGI appears in the lower left corner. <laughs> Not so. even. There was just a scene with an elephant standing there and the CGI was in the bottom corner. It just said CGI in like a faded watermark because it just had all the animals the CGI because they didn't want... Uh, any animal cruelty to be things so they just it stated all the animals are cgi there is no animal cruelty and then every time there's an animal on the screen that was clearly cgi or not not even clearly cgi i I was surprised but it still popped up with cgi i think the horses i think were the only real animals so fascinating i'll need to check this out but jumping oh it's a great movie video games really quick great movie go watch it I was actually Both of them, because it's a two-part movie. Jumping back into video games for a fact. Um, I'll admit I have not played any new video games this year, but there is one that I do want to play, and, I, and it's Valhalla. The new Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. Oh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed, Creed game. Um, just because it's done really, really well from what I hear. So, I, it's one of those things I feel like I need to go and give Assassin's Creed a chance again. Like I, I've heard that they've done nothing but really knock it out of the park since uh, Origins. Origins. Kind of soft re- yeah, doing a soft reset of the whole universe, so to speak. Right, you got soft reboot, technically. Not it's not really even. It's not even really disc- a soft reboot. It's literally mm-hmm. just a different part of history. Yeah, it, it's like I keep hearing. Yeah, it's been good. It's just like, man, I. I did a little bit of that. I'm trying to remember what they were calling it at the time. It's now Google Stadia. I did the beta for <laughs> it, and I got to go and play through, like, five or six hours of Odyssey, and I'm just like, nope, I, I still just can't do this franchise. I yeah, just Odyssey was do not like the mechanics. So. Yeah, no, I just... Go back and play Ezio. <laughs> You'll enjoy that. <laughs> I, I, man, I just didn't even like those days. Like, I kept trying to give that franchise a chance, and I just... It's like Destiny. I just keep throwing money at that franchise, and I'm just like, why am I doing this? I do not like this. One thing I will say about Valhalla mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Um, they've done... It was a, it's a great story-driven game. It's very different compared to other Assassin games. Like, there's mm-hmm. more of a heavy emphasis on combat. Like, still at its core, Assassin's Creed is Assassin's Creed. You throw the hood on, you're trying to sneak around and shank people with a knife, but... Out of all these assassin games, they made it a lot more approachable for people that aren't used to stealth games. Mm-hmm. But uh, even compared to Odyssey, um, Valhalla is more combat-focused, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
but they they did a good job with the Norris um, with the Norris uh, mythology and of the uh, culture that's around that area. They did a good job with that. Yeah. There was a lot of good worry that I had about that because there was a lot of people saying it was like, oh, they're just gonna they're just gonna do like the Amer the Americanized North Norse Norse pronunciations, et cetera, et cetera. Because technically the um, angle, anglonized like, version of Thor is not co- technically correct. Like, there's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of actually different enunciations and stuff. It's like, oh, they're just going to have... But apparently they didn't. Apparently, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but... But anyways, moving on. Um, is there anything that you guys didn't get a chance to play that you still want to take a look at? <laughs> this might sound weird. Um, this is... I, I, I've been tallying up the number of hours I worked just because I don't get paid by the hour. Yeah. um, Which is totally fine. Like, that is not an issue in the line of work that I'm in. But I worked more hours than ever this year, and I actually have to laugh a little bit, because I think I played more games this year than I have probably in the last ten. Hmm. (laughs) Kind of a weird thing. I was just like, I just needed to go and wind down and relax and just play some fucking games. Definitely. So, yeah, I, I ended up playing a lot of shit this year and I, I can't think there's anything that I really want to play that I didn't get a chance to um, actually find it weird because this has been the f- strangest fucking year of highs and lows for me ever in terms of gaming because a lot of things did come out that I was really looking forward to and some of them impressed me I can't say any of the ones that I was really looking forward to turned out bad so mm-hmm nothing to complain about there uh but i will say i was depressed by a few titles because i was just let down and i hate to say not because i was overhyped for them but because they turned out just the way i feared and i don't like that (laughs) sorry what was that amy no she was coughing no she said (laughs) cyberpunk she was like (laughs) i know That one's the one that makes me laugh a little bit because you guys might remember a few months ago mm-hmm. we were talking about CD Projekt Red and the game, and so like I was not one hundred percent correct on that one. But there's a reason why I just couldn't get myself really excited for it, and we saw everything laid out with that yeah. one, mm-hmm. and we all talked. And it about was it. for all the reasons that I yeah, it was for all the reasons that I thought it could be a disaster, and it turned out to be almost. A perfect fucking prediction, and I hate yep. that. And I remember, I and I distinctly remember that. saying, "It'll be interesting to see what it is," because I don't plan on getting yeah. it. I didn't plan on getting it. I was interested to see what it was, and see how much of their promise they got. I I think it's going to be very interesting to see on how the game turns out in the yeah. end. Yeah. Once again, going to it, just depressed things when it comes to games. This is just feeling way too much like recent Bioware to me, where it's like, okay, well, Andromeda kind of um, fucked up. Mm. <laughs> my uh, brother got Andromeda for Christmas from my mom, and he had to act grateful because <laughs> she didn't know. She just got used games at the pawn shop, so she got him Fallout yes. New Vegas, which is good. But mm-hmm. she was yeah. like, oh, I know you like Mass Effect. <laughs> I was like, it was really nice of her, but he's like, oh, thanks, I haven't played this one. <laughs> like, uh. I'll go and say, I, I did actually finish it this year after years of it sitting on the shelf unfinished. I finished it, God, too. I, I got that game when it first came out, and just how bad the lip sync work was on that when it first came out. It was, it was, it was Holy- rough. 
Holy fucking shit. Like, I thought Assassin's Creed Unity had some buggy elements to it. No, you have a perfectly modeled face that can't go and freaking wrap lips around teeth properly. Yeah, it's like... What was going on? It's like the way they talked was so weird. It, it was, and I will say, part of that didn't get fixed in the long run because I just started fresh. I didn't try to go and take over from where I had stopped playing previously. I just got back into it. I restarted, and... Post all of the updates, to which there's like 25 fucking gigs worth of updates to it <laughs> from the original on-disc release. Uh, they improved a lot of things on there. Like, the facial animation did legitimately get better. Bioware did put in the effort to try to fix a lot of the cosmetic issues with the game. It still feels like one that was just pushed out the door way too quickly. Mm -hmm. And with that one, I can probably blame EA on that one. I don't they know. I, I'm not really sure... They barely had a year on that game. It, that there, there's a lot of things. Like I, I've seen some documentaries on the creation of it, and the people that have left the company and things they've said afterwards. And it's like a lot of it is Bioware hubris, and a lot of it seems to be EA. Mm -hmm. And then you have Anthem. I still don't know what the fuck was going on with Anthem, and the fact that EA is still supporting that game at this point has made me question my entire perspective on what EA is a company. Wait, are they the good guys now? What the hell happened? Yeah, they were like... They put out... <laughs> money and updates are still coming out to that game. I don't get it. Nobody's playing it or anything. It's true. It was a flop when it came out, and they're still putting money into it to make it work for some reason. Like, did EA suddenly become the good guys? They put out two good Star Wars games? Mm -hmm. And they're still supporting Anthem two years after it was nothing at release? Yeah. They also put out Unravel, which, if you haven't played it, is good for my little heart to get melted. Mm. It's so oh, nice. So it's that's really that's Game Pass Ultimate. Mm -hmm. See, that's it. We played a couple games. Like, uh, I think we I actually... You know how, like, every time we get back from PAX or we watch E3, I'm like, I'm gonna play that. And I never do. We actually played quite a few of those games uh, during yeah. our visit to Canada. Yeah. Because mm. good time. Oh. Yeah, like Planet Zoo. Really? I played Planet yeah. Zoo for such a long time. Really yeah. quick thing, Tyler she was legally just... got to Canada with permission of the government. Don't worry, she did not try and break through the border. <laughs> mm. Anyway, back to that. <laughs> yeah, um, because Tyler and I have been dating for a little bit. I am extended family. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah. We got, we played Planet Zoo! Planet Zoo! Um, I got some lemurs, some red rough pandas, or red rough, red rough, what are the fucking raccoon looking pandas? Red rough bear? Lemur? What, just the, are they just red pandas? Yeah, they're called red pandas. Red yeah. pandas? Oh, I'm getting red rough lemur and red pandas mixed. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I'm like, I'm it's not like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. We got fucking, what was that big ass lizard? Oh, we got the Komodo. Yeah. Komodo lizards. We got okupai, okupai. Yeah, we got those. We got some pandas. We got uh, some giraffes. Zebras and giraffes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very fun. Tyler actually, he was trying to read Homestuck before Flash got taken away, which is another weird. <laughs> that was my project. Yeah. So, Flash is uh, ending. I gotta finish my Homestuck. I know. So like, if I went to the bathroom for one minute, he would be reading Homestuck. So that was a good use of time because I was very into my zoo. Just as a quick question, why? Why? What? Why? What? I'm assuming Flash is intrinsic to fucking. It was. It was. Um. I, okay. Again, Homestuck was made by MS Paint, and then it had a lot of like Flash 
integrates into it. Oh, okay. um, so, and then actually, I tried reading it because, like, I, I was in back when it was a big thing. I was like, "What is this Homestuck about?" I'm gonna go check it out. It's got a, it's got great lore. It's some crazy lore stuff going on. Uh, the worst. It's, so, if you read it, it's it's very interesting on the lore, fun narrative structures that he uses. It's pretty, pretty pretty smart I, I guess that's the best way the way he re- structures his story and what happens in it it's either it's actually a complete mess and it just actually works perfectly and he doesn't know what he's doing or he knows really well what he's doing and is able to make everything fit together seamlessly and he's just fooling us i don't know but if you read it it's got a it, very interesting lore um it's just got a really bad fandom that's the side of it. Say, um, oh goodness! Don't hate the art, hate the fans. Yeah. So I was, I, I was trying to, I was trying to read it back on Chrome, and I was like, oh no, Chrome has already like started cutting things out. So I was like trying to things, and I would just get broken links, and like I'd go to each page, and it would just be stuck there with no image. And I'm like, okay. So I had to go all the way to Firefox, oh, download that, and be like, okay, Firefox still works. I can use that. So I rushed through it before uh, it got away. Um, and then finished it because it basically he went on a huge hiatus and then that's where I stopped because he didn't come back and then I was like okay and then I just forgot to finish it and then I knew he came back finished it I knew it was done I knew it had an ending I knew I had so many pages to get done uh, before where the ending is I knew what page that was it was like on a certain one so I was like okay I've got 600 pages to read and then Sometimes those are very long. Sometimes you can go through like 10 pages because they're all just like action scenes. So you're just like, mm-hmm. something's happening, click, something's happening, click, something's happening. And then sometimes you go to like a scene where it goes, okay, click. Oh, there's dialogue. Dialogue. Oh, that's a that's a long, long list of dialogue between two characters. They're just having a conversation. You got to sit there for a while reading and putzing away through that. So, um, Yeah. He's got a book out that's like a sequel, conclu- an epilogue that's a full hmm. novel. I'm reading that. I don't have to rush through that because it doesn't have any flash integration. It's just, it's a book. Yeah, for him. So, um, yeah. We also played Monster Prom, which that's we loved game. at PAX. Oh, yeah. yeah, we, we played it with that. John. It's yeah. so fun. It's okay. a good game. We, like multi, multiplayer dating sim. Yeah, competitive dating sim. I played it before, honestly, but we, we got the expansions, so that was good. That's a fun thing you can do with friends distance. We played some out of space and Jackboxes. There's the new Jackbox that came out in 2020. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've been doing is a lot of Jackbox. Jackbox is good. It's just socializing, which is nice. Yeah. We got to get more party games going. There's lots of party games. Yeah. Well, that's our section of gaming then. Um, is that it? Is it done? God, I, I didn't even get. I didn't even go and talk about my biggest disappointment. What's your biggest disappointment? Involves a silver hair, silver haired guy and a yellow spiky haired guy. Tyler has both and yellow spiky hair and silver hairs. Oh, it's called Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm very disappointed right now. Oh. 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 I'm curious. Let's yeah. hear you. Alrighty, let's hear it. Oh. Yeah, technically I've got two games that came out on Sony this year that were a little disappointing, but that's the one I really... I'm disappointed in. It's not... I feel almost betrayed with that one, and not because I really had overhyped that game, 
Because I really do like Final Fantasy VII, the original. I put over 100 hours into it. I can't say I completed 100% of it, but I did most everything on there. Are you I, not mad at it? You're just disappointed? I really am. And, and that's the thing that gets me with that one. Because the remake, I knew that it was going to be episodic. Like, I'm not one of those guys that is upset because, oh, you only get the Midgar section. That's only, like, maybe 20% of the game. It's like, okay, if you're going to be making a big story-focused narrative game, you either do what Square did with Octopath Traveler and go back to more classic 1632-bit uh, versions of these kind of games, mm -hmm. or you have to go and narrow your scale and focus on higher fidelity, more depth to characters. And expand the project as a whole. And going in... But that's just it. And it's like, Final Fantasy VII Remake did, I think, the right choice when it came to this. And went for an approach where, okay, we are going to expand the characters. We're going to give more depth to things. It's like, okay, I am with you. I think that this is a really good direction. And okay, it's going to be episodic content. And yeah, hopefully that means that you go and release, you know, little segments of this game frequently. And it's going to be good. Before you continue... And before I hear the but, because mm -hmm. I know that's coming as soon as I let you start talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> did you like the game for what it was? That's my problem. Okay. I didn't. Okay. Because here's where the but comes in. <laughs> that's there highly we go. Sexual. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's a dollar. That's another dollar in the, <laughs> that's another dollar in the can. <laughs> We're keeping track of this. Whose can are you putting dollars in, Rob? That's another one. That's uh, highly you're sexual. The one that's, there's another one for you. Amy, I'm mailing you a jar. <laughs> no, so the, the problem that I have with Final Fantasy VII Remake is not that they bastardized the original story. They actually, I think, did a great job updating the story because it is the same basic segment of the story that we got used to last time, but they expanded the characters a lot more. I am one of the minority that's like, okay, yes, Cloud and Aerith, there was kinship between them, but there was absolutely nothing fucking romantic between them in the original. None whatsoever. People into, yeah, people can look into that as much as they want. There's never anything that goes and really draws to that. It's a headcanon that people have latched onto over the years. And, that, and what's something that Square decided to take to go with. From well, and it's, it's actually kind of cool. Well, it's it's really fun because you got more depth to these characters. So whereas Tifa, I thought, actually had a Tifa? much better character. Yeah. Tifa. Tifa. Yes. Tifa. Yeah. And Tifa. What are no. you talking about, Amy? <laughs> what are you doing, I, Amy? It's not Tifa, I, I, isn't it? Tifa. You said Tifa. I don't want to cause a tiff, uh, but you said tiffa. We're going to leave it with that. Anyway, <laughs> my problem with it is they did a great job of expanding these characters and giving them both a lot more to go off of. They made them into fully fleshed out characters, not just the kind of hollow shells for you to go and impart into the character. Something that worked for that era of RPGs, whether we're talking about the old Dragon Quest or if we're talking about uh, the Final Fantasy games 7 and 8 in particular, 
they did a great job of giving you characters that didn't talk a lot. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, a little bit of a power fantasy thing. You know, you go back to the, now it's isekais are kind of how we get that. That's your power trip. That's your power fantasy. The problem was they didn't know back then how to go and write, especially the female characters. So whereas you had these really memorable and strong characters like Barrett and Sid, I can't say that the girls in there, with the exception of, weirdly enough, uh, Yuffie actually ended up getting really good characterization. They nailed it this time around with those characters. So that was done really well. The problem is the spaces between these expanded characterizations and the great story that is there is so clearly peppered with all these things to extend the playtime. This should be a 20-hour game the way that they released it. It took me almost 45 hours to get through it. Are you honestly mad about it? I actually am. That's because time a lot of it in was his just, life. Well, it it's because a lot of the, what I was waiting for wasn't anything of substance. It's not like I was fighting a whole bunch of characters. It's not like I was solving really intense puzzles. I had to wait for animations to finish playing. And not like FMV or really well-developed, pre-rendered videos or anything like that. No, I'm waiting for, okay, I'm turning on this robotic arm <laughs> that has to go and lift itself up, move itself over, grab this thing, lift itself up. Now I have control of it. I need to go and turn it this way and drop it in the right position. Oh, no, I'm not in the right position. Okay, I got to adjust it a little bit. I got to drop it. Nope, it's still not in the right position. I got to adjust it again. I got to drop it. Then it's got to go and come down, play the full animation of it dropping, bring itself back up, rotate itself over, and drop itself down. <laughs> now that sounds like just one part of the game that would be really frustrating, having to go and spend three minutes doing something that didn't need to exist. But no, that happened multiple times throughout the course of the game. It was artificially fleshed out and lengthened to justify a $60 price tag instead of just making a short, episodic installment that Square themselves have basically said in the fact that they only started working on development of the next portion of it. Not pre-development had been done. Starting pre-development in the latter half of this year. Sheesh. <laughs> they made a game that was not what it should have been. You gave us something that looks great, just as I would expect from Square. You went and brought back this classic story in, I think, a really good way. I love what they've done with the characters and expanding the world. Oh my god, I actually care who these girls are this time around. I love Marlene. She's not just this annoying text box generator <laughs> that was in the original. I like the fact that Aerith's mom actually has some personality. It's not just this character that's used to go and espouse exposition. And it's just gone and forgotten about in the later plot of the game. But I hate the fact that I needed to go and just waste time waiting for the game to play itself to get to any of this stuff. Or to allow me to play some semblance of the game. Right. It's just such a shame that this really this hyped and really loved franchise is finally coming back getting a proper HD treatment because yeah it's hard to play Final Fantasy 7 now things have evolved so much and the game was not designed 
for modern aspect ratios, it was not designed for modern resolution televisions, even trying to upscale it, it does not play very well, unfortunately. Final Fantasy VIII had a much easier time. They didn't need to remake it. They just cleaned up the textures, and suddenly you have a great game that's just as good as it was on day one. Final Fantasy VII deserved better. They gave us a lot of good things, but I'm disappointed because they just... It's like with uh, Halo ODST. It's not a bad experience. But it was something that should have been a $20 to $30 title that they decided to ink $60 out of and added a whole bunch of filler that didn't need to be mm. there. That's what makes me sad. Okay. Is that you did that with such a beloved franchise. That is disappointing. Okay. Okay. Now I could talk about The Last of Us Part 2, but honestly I'm not as upset with that one. Oh. Which might be the more controversial statement. Actually, I'm actually not that mad, guys. We're supposed like, to finish that still. I actually uh, like yeah, The Last I, of Us Part 2. I thought it was pretty good. I, the controversy was I, I'm not gonna, in my opinion. I, I, it's, it's one of those funny things where it's like, I agree with every bit of the controversy. I do not agree with the end sentiment. Mm. It's weird. I have never been so conflicted with a game in my life. Do you think... With The Last of Us Part Two, a big part of that was nobody wanted a sequel to it. I don't think so. Like no, it couldn't wanted live a up. Sequel. Like nobody could live yeah. up. Like it could never live up to that hype or something like that. Most of the time, when you're making a sequel, it can't live up to the hype of an original idea. Mm. But people keep I, trying. I yeah. No. I. I'll go and say I think that there was a pretty shallow direction giving to it or given to it. I, I'm not going to spoil anything, because I actually would encourage people to play it. I think that Naughty Dog put in the effort and made what is legitimately a great gameplay experience. It's the best game they have ever made, mm -hmm. as far as gameplay is concerned. I'm not in love with the story. But saying I'm not in love with it doesn't mean I hate it either. Mm. I just don't like some of the directions they went, but that's fine. You don't need to like the direction something goes in. True. I hate to go and make the Harry Potter comparisons, but, like, even before Fantastic Beasts and J.K. Rowling being J.K. Rowling, there's a lot of things in Harry Potter I don't like either with the classic books. Same it's here. It's like, you can't go and hate it just because there's something you didn't like in it. I, I agree. There's a lot of stuff. You gotta judge it for all of what it is. I agree. There's a lot of stuff in those original books and original film that I don't like. And there's yeah. a reason why I read a lot of fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna leave it at that because that could get really statutory really The quick. only thing I know about fan fiction is the stuff Amy showed me. <laughs> and with that, my entire knowledge of fan fiction makes you a dirty boy. Xantos <laughs> and uh, Goliath. I'll just say I, to be. I will just say this. I will just say this. <laughs> when it comes to the concept of what if and and the what if this happened or what if this was more fleshed out or what if this mm -hmm. yeah that's what makes a better story i just i like a thing that we do at work uh, uh walker and i uh we'll just tell a story and then we'll go uh uh it sounds weird and then we'll we'll do this thing where you start going on the typewriter we'll go ch -ch 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 and then Shadow showed up, and he told me I was the best boy ever. 
and that's how we uh, we make fun of fan fiction that way, or someone just telling the story because it's like this is dumb. Now we're gonna make it up. And then Shadow and Santa Claus showed up and kissed. It was the best. But no, I just, I just, I just like a lot of these amateur writers that just do it as a hobby. They, some of these guys are really good. Mm-hmm. But um, moving on, um, then at that though, we'll move on to movies and stuff like that because that's something that really suffered this year um yes I know I know I know Robert your favorite pastime <laughs> Rob how did it feel to spend a whole year not in a theater we got theaters open here Hi. Amy we could have gone and seen some movies because theaters were open and they just had them all spaced and such mm-hmm. Rob and I could have seen Monster Hunter but we decided not to um, yep. My wife kept me from it. And I will never forgive her! You could just go watch Into the Spider-Verse again on uh, Netflix and go like, this is a fucking good movie. Album's, album's a fucking banger, bud. Just a fucking banger. I, 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 that, that movie is Yeah, Sony? Uh, making an album and it's all original songs? And not sampled from the huge library that they have like every other Sony movie? Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, what a concept. I... Rob should. I, I gotta say, I I hate the fact that the last movie that I saw in theaters was Onward. Oh, what? Uh, wasn't that? Did you see it as an early release? No, I saw it when it came fucking out. Did in you like it? Theaters. Things weren't shut down at that point. Onward in theaters. Yes. In theaters. Wow. Yes. Crazy concept. Yeah. No. But. Going into the like, I think I, I, about almost every single big boxes big box film got pushed back at least four times this year. I don't go to the theaters a lot. The last movie I saw in theaters was Cats. <laughs> um, you know what? And that's good. That's good. It's good that you that was your la- that you got you got a good tasting oh. lasting impression. You know when you like break well not every okay. Over here, you know when you break up with somebody and you want to hook up with somebody else to get like the nasty ex taste out of your existence. I need to go hook up and watch another movie. No, but there are no movies. You gotta linger to watch. on cats. I just am stuck okay. with it's got to be cats. Okay. Nothing but okay. cats. Okay, this Skimble has been shanks. this has Skimble been bugging shanks. me for a really really long time now, and I can't What's let that? it go. So I need to actually <laughs> ask this question, Tyler. Yes. Do you, as mm. a human being, seriously mm. like that movie? Or is it just a running joke? <laughs> okay, it, dude. I'm going to answer for Tyler. I like that fucking movie. Just not for the reasons they made it. No, exactly. Like it. it's, that's exactly the point. It's it's <laughs> It makes no damn sense. But it intrigues me. <laughs> Confounds me. Tyler, have you watched the It's original? unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the one that came out in, like, the 90s. Yeah, yeah the original Broadway yeah. play was show. amazing. I have seen yeah. the stage show live. Have seen the recording film. That, that cats was actually the reason I fell in love with musical theater. Wow, that explains a lot. Um, what? I don't know. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, so do, people love cats. The Jellico. It's. It is. It is. Yeah, you gotta watch. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna say, Cole, you need to watch it. Like, I actually want to get your hot take after you okay. see it. Like, I need to know. Like, honestly, I need to know if that's where if that's where your love of show tunes came from. Please watch that movie, 
and give us your hot take. Yeah. I need to know. Watch they it. Do Technically. the same thing Les Mis does where they just do dramatic talk sing. Technically, I think singers. the movie Cats has more of a plot than the play Cats. Because mm-hmm. the play Les Cats... have to have plots. If that's what that's what Cole brought up, you said that's there's more of a story in the. In, there's technically more oh, of a story that's incorrect. in. Correct. Yeah, there's, like there's more quality of a, versus quantity. The quality may be higher in the stage production, but there is more because they put it that self-insert cat. They put the C in it. Yeah. Francesca. So yeah, so technically the movie sure, has more of a cool. story. I'm noticing a trend here with Final Fantasy VII. There's a, there's a certain line that's being said here. I'm noticing it was a problem for multiple things. Also, I'm sorry. Can we all what, agree OCs? it wasn't Harambe? It was when Cats got released that everything started going uh, to shit. True. Oh, yeah. Because Harambe was a thing, but like that was a while ago. Yeah, there, there was a couple of years where things weren't so bad on there. And then Cats came out. And it's just like, release the butthole cut. And God said, fuck it, I'm done. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cats. Cats, ever since Cats, it's, it's, that's it. We peaked. The butthole There cut. was that one other thing. Cut. Tyler. What's up? What's up? What's up? No, John. For Christmas, I know you got the a, birth, a present that you've been wanting for many years. The poster, the scratch poster. Uh... A movie I had that a while ago, yeah, but yeah. Um, what are five films on there that you had never seen before that you enjoyed? Bahubali. Actually, this is the thing. There's a bunch of them have been films that were not their international films. Bahubali was really fun. Uh, it's also played some tricks where we watch it and we go, "Oh, wait a second, the Star Wars, it's three films. Uh, the Lord of the Rings is the three films. Bahubali is actually two films." It does this thing where it goes, a hundred movies. But some of them are multiple movies. And you're like, oh, actually, where there's like 109 on there that we have to watch. Um, Bahubali was pretty good. I like that. It's just an action over the top. There's this scene that happens where every time the main guy walks in the room, his hair is flowing. And this, this song, the same song. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, wow, that's epic. I just, I want to do that. I want to walk in a room because it's all does this slow motion. St- it's just epic. It's an epic movie. Men want to be him. Women want to be his devasena. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Um, go watch it. Uh, that one was really good. Another one, uh, Three Idiots, which was uh, another Indian film we watched. And it was like, actually pretty good, entertaining. Um, Thought-provoking. Yeah. Poignant. Yeah. It questions, it questions a lot of uh, Ambition, uh, education lifestyle. in India. Um, yeah. What were some other ones, Amy? Are there any coming? Old Boy is my favorite, probably from there? the poster. The Old Boy Godfather is... is on there, yeah. Oh, uh, the, the first yet. film is. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Old Boy, yeah, that was also a really fun one. Not Old Boy. the U.S. version by Spike Lee. That's a fucking slap in the. Yeah. It's just like Thank you for saying that. The Red Letter Media video on it, it's not Red Letter Media, it's the offshoot of the anyway, is so like I sat and watched that bad boy. It was an hour long video about old boy versus old boy and I watched it. But uh old boy the director of Old Boy directed Parasite, which came out last year and was mm. a big uh, yeah. thing. Two years. So it's oh, really it was two years. <laughs> twenty nineteen. Uh, I don't know. Twenty nineteen, sorry. I'm guesstimating. Um, what was it? He's he done yeah, a bunch of other ones. Yeah, the films have been really cool because obviously we've seen like Jurassic Park, Star Wars. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, Back to the Future's on there. It's a... But yeah, I wish it was like 100 foreign movies 
or like older just movies that I wouldn't have because a lot of them we aren't. I have a suggestion. Scratching off post. Cole, let her finish. <laughs> Sorry for one. We're in scratching off movies that we've seen before. We're rewatching them all with full attention, which means Tyler has to watch the Notebook. Yes, I do have like again. Back to the Future is on there. I've seen that so many times, but I'm not scratching it off until we like watch it again. So I've got a bunch of movies on there that I have. This that's one of the things where it's like I show the lit the picture to things people and they're like pointing all all these very popular movies. They're like, you haven't seen this movie? You haven't seen this movie? I'm like, I've seen them, but I'm doing the thing where I don't scratch it off until like I give it a rewatch. So like we'd be done if we scratched off all the movies we'd already seen. Yeah, the point. I don't, and we don't just want to sit and scratch it a poster. For some of them, it's also there's like a there's a procedure to it. So you watch it, and the then protocol. we're also uh, what the protocol. The protocol, yeah, a protocol, protocol to it. And you watch it, and then we go and scratch it. But then we go, okay, but what's the picture going to be? It could be we guess it could be anything. Uh, and we got like spoiled. Like Groundhog Day, I thought it would be a groundhog or an alarm clock. Tyler thought it would be an alarm clock. It, it was, was weird. Clock. it's clearly some of the pictures we got spoiled because the first one we watched was the prestige and it was a very good minimalistic with the two doors and the ball bounce between them like oh i hope they're all kind of like that and they're not artsy minimalistic graphic design style but like titanic is an ice it's like a boat from a front view yeah the titanic has such an iconic silhouette for why Um, yeah goonies is like an orange skull like, yeah, and it's not even like a proper like like it'd be better if it was like Jolly more, Roger. Yeah, but it was just like a weird skull that was like very cartoony. Like, oh, that's not. Uh. Um, what was another bad one? Um, Groundhog Day was a clock, but it was a round clock instead of the square clock. And then it had, it was eight it had o'clock. The zeros as an infinity sign. It was eight o'clock for was it eight o'clock or six o'clock because of the morning? And then it, yeah, it had the infinity sign for the zeros, and it's like okay, yeah. that's kind of clever. I mean, um, you know, whatever. You don't buy it to decorate it. You you buy it to do the activity. You yeah. and Brianna should do that, Rob. It's, like, actually really fun to expand your horizons and all that. They have genre-specific ones, too. They have, like, 100 horror movies, 100 comedies, 100... You could do... I don't know. I don't know what, what you... Disney. You're <laughs> muted, fool. Sorry. Yeah, the, the number of films that I've seen, I, I used to love uh, Turner Classic Movies on Sundays because you'd get a lot of foreign films that would go mm. and get showcased. So I, I absolutely adored, when I was growing up, getting to watch films from France, from Germany, from India, and just getting to go and see the major cultural influencing films that have gone throughout time. And it's just crazy going and seeing on how how film has changed over the years seeing the 1930s French Beauty and the Beast film and comparing that to what I grew up with and the Disney version and all that it's I love that kind of culture shock seeing just on how different things are run interpreted and just how cinema has changed so yeah I it's something I should do I should just get one of those and just go through it like a yeah. lot of them are movies you're gonna see but it's it's nice like I like we watched Jurassic Park which I love but the pacing of Jurassic Park is so fucking perfect. Like, it is. they allude to the T-Rex a little bit. You're super scared. They, uh, they just give you, they give you just enough. And just as you're starting to get desensitized to the T-Rex, which is the downfall of any monster movie, is you've seen it too many times and it is no, no longer scary. 
like insidious or the descent. Um, yeah. They bring out the fucking velociraptor. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they started off. In Perfect. The, the one thing I really like about that film is that they start out the film so jarringly. Mm-hmm. With the with the with well, the moving we, the raptors we, into the actual like little cage. Yeah. So then, when you do see the raptors, it's a satisfying. Exactly. Uh, it's perfect tonal framing. Yes. You set up what the film is going to be later. Doesn't need to be that way the entire way through. It's a mistake a lot of modern films are making into going and having the film be just set in one mindset the entire time. You don't need to do that. Like Transformers. They do a lot oh, of God. framing, which indicates things are important. So you're holding them in your mind, mm-hmm. but they're not. Like, yeah. you're, you, whether you realize it or not, the way things are framed will... Because if, let's say, uh, the, it's framed in a way and there's a vase on the table, and this vase is supposed to be significant, but it's not framed in any certain way, the vase comes back later, you aren't going to remember it. They need to do something to ensure you remember it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's another pointed thing to look at that uh, poster, and you'd see a lot of the same directors on there. Often, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this director's on here like five times. Okay, clearly there. Steven Spielberg. So, yeah. And who was else on there? Steven Spielberg was on there quite a bit, and then uh, <laughs> Spielberg. Uh, why am I forgetting his name? Um, did did, did uh, uh, Psycho? Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, oh, sorry, Alfred, Hitchcock. Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah, he's on there quite a bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, but. So there's two things that I want to I want to ask. One of them is a suggestion for a movie for both of you guys to to try at one point, and two is a Groundhog Day question. Okay. okay. <laughs> Trivia. Trivia? Um, yes, What's this? This is not a question now. Well, is this really Groundhog a trivia question? Yes, it is a trivia okay. question. Tyler, you're keeping me from trivia, and I love trivia. How oh. long was he in there? <laughs> how undefined. long was he in there? Yes, how long? You're to assume in the time it took him to memorize the sequence to help people the most optimally. It has, it has been that stated that by the finishing. director how, many, how long he was in that... Uh, he was stuck in the loop. Um, technically, is that trivia? Is that trivia? I would argue death it's more of, of a fun, yeah, fun fact. fact yeah, it's more of a fun fact. Do you this guys is the question of like. Uh, uh, I would. Because I do. I do know. I would argue death of the author. If I cannot obtain it from watching the source material, it does not matter what you say in an interview or commentary. It the, the world yep. of it was the film exists in what in I the can. Script, I think, but. Ah, but, but it isn't, so it doesn't matter. Kind of like J.K. Rowling, you know, shoehorning in Albus Dumbledore is gay to gain popularity. Yeah. It wasn't in the material, so I don't care what you say at this point. That's fine. And yeah. that's the answer. There we go. And so whatever you, answer you say, well, yeah, duh, okay, you duh, there you go. But the interesting fact is that Cole just wants to have 10, the correct 000, answers, which is kind of weird. Yep. But the that I think shorter or leaving it vague leaves it up to like how quickly can can somebody change there's just so many variables so putting a number on like it takes 10 years to change a conceited jealous man you know what i mean like oh, I yeah like but a lot of people think it's a bit it's a, if they've done their own calculations it says it's longer but the official one is about 10 years or so um, oh it only seems like months to me 
Yeah. What's the thing they yeah, talked I, about? Because they talked about um, uh, that other movie that just came out uh, with um, uh, Andy Samberg. Which oh is, yeah, Malibu. That was really good. Um, not not is not Malibu. It's a. Uh, is that not it? what it's called? No. No, no. Um, it's on Hulu. I know we. I know we were um, thinking of, but no, that's not. No, fuck. What, what the hell's the name? I of can't it? remember. Yeah, I'll look it up while you. Make uh, uh, something's spring. Uh, anyways, uh, getaway destination. Um, they talked Palm about it. Springs. Palm Springs. There he goes. Um, Thank you. They talked about that because he has a bunch of skills that he. It's another groundhog situation. They have a bunch. He has a bunch of skills, and then they did uh, a bunch of like. Because that was one of the things is like you just gain skills over time because you're there for so long. You can just be perfect at darts. You could be perfect at pool. Um, and they, someone tried to do the math of like how long average it takes to get good at something to a degree of that. And they're like, oh yeah, he's been in there for. Uh, at least I think it was hours. like. Yeah, he. Well, that's yeah. That's I don't know. I uh, I think they said he was in there for. It was hundreds of hundreds of years. It's like for him to be get master that many skills, he was like 300, 500 years been there that long. Mm. So. But anyway, my second is a movie suggestion for you. Oh, yeah, you had two questions. Well, oh, yeah. One, well, one, second one second suggestion. Have either of you heard of the Bollywood film Boss? No. No. You are missing out. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, okay. It is. I have heard of the Andy Samberg skit, Like a Boss. <laughs> like a Boss. It's a song. It is a Kuwait film. Um, well, no, okay, not a Kuwait film, but it was, um, it is, the main character is Ashke Kumar, which is a very well-known Bollywood actor. Um, but it's actually really, really entertaining and quite fun because there's a lot of fun music that goes along with it. It's the story of that's a, kind of all of Bollywood though. Like yeah. they just start singing and dancing. It's like K pop music is to K pop as cinema is to Bollywood with the level of oh. just take what it, you like about it and crank it up. So I looked up uh, Bahubali is in Tollywood, 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 yeah. and the ideas between the thing is Bollywood is all Hindu, Tollywood is the uh, tongue, the one the language I said. Tanungu. I can't Tanungu. remember. I don't speak uh, it. Um, you're looking so it it's up, like the. You, <laughs> What's he doing over there? He's, he's I mean, Tyler has been embarrassing himself. You're muted, but oh, you're muted again, Rob. Figure I, it I'm out. Just, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember the name of another fucking Bollywood film. <laughs> it's just driving me nuts right now. I think though we've probably hit our max millionaires. number of tangents. Should we make a 2020 part two podcast? Why? Not really. What else do we gotta Honestly, say about this? Is pretty much all we did this year was watch film, old film, older films. We played games. Some of us played older games. Some of us played newer ones, and we tried to survive. I started Gargoyles. That, nice. Yeah, we watched a lot of Gargoyles. <laughs> it's weird. Nice. The second season has fifty. Two, 51, 52 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that is the Goliath Chronicles. Yeah, and it goes nice. like it goes thirteen episodes for season one, fifty-two episodes of season two, and then back to thirteen. 
So I was like watching it going, oh, I'm pretty far into season two. Is it done yet? No, it's still going. And then my friend was talking about, oh, yeah, there's a whole boat scene. There's a whole bunch of this stuff. I'm like, how how have I not hit that yet? I'm like 20 episodes in. I should be done. Nope. <laughs> not even. That's awesome. Not even half done. You're like a duck shitting seasons in the 90s. Didn't it make no fucking sense? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a cartoon. Nobody will notice. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I love gargoyles. Yeah. Uh, Dog Island, Island of Dogs, is really good. Oh, Isle of Dogs, yeah. Yeah, that's a Wes Anderson movie. That's yeah. a good yeah. movie. That that can, I hate the fact that it came out so long ago and people are just discovering it now on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I hate that fact. The thing about Wes Anderson movies is he doesn't really have a target audience. I was, like, talking to him, I was like, who is this movie for? He's like, weirdos who like Wes Anderson. And, yeah. like, like, it's not the for Grand children. Grand Budapest Hotel. One of my favorite fucking movies of all time. The Grand Budapest Hotel. I like that movie because that was the first time I had pizza in a movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) There is one last thing that I would like to ask. To kind of finish this off. Is it why I can never go and forgive Robert Downey Jr.? No. Rob's trying to tangent. Well, you wasted an opportunity. Uh, (laughs) Is it... Who is going to win the new season of Drag Race? Oh, Tyler's watching Drag Race with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, my last stage their my, own. My last, my question. It's is, won a bunch of Emmys. My, my, I know. I just, my question is never. I've never. We're just talking it. over it's Cole. Fine. Yeah, it's entertaining. I watched the one All Stars with Amy, and I was like, okay, but I was like, I don't need to yeah, make like, this. I totally get the appeal. Yeah. I have nothing wrong with it. It's just. I, I can't do that much pageantry. I, I have a hard time with reality TV shows. It's in, tough. And then you have it just ratcheted up to 14. Oh, and I just love reality TV shows. She does. Like, I will. They don't give me cosplay ideas, so it's nice. <laughs> Never seen. Actually, okay, now I understand it. Yeah. <laughs> I have been trying to figure out for like two years what is Amy's fixation <laughs> with things like The Masked Singer and all that. <laughs> now it makes fucking sense. I also like to speculate. Like, I like to guess who's going to win. I'm usually right. Uh, I like to weigh in. Like, if it's a contest where they make something, I am instantly an expert in said thing. Like, I, I finished Blown Away on my last day off, so I am now an expert in glass blowing. Uh, nice. And so, yeah. Yeah. We watch like Lego it. Masters. Lego Masters is just yeah. fun to watch. Tyler and I have all the ideas of Lego Maskers, except we have none of the skills. <laughs> but but we, we only have ideas. It's, it's, we have but the it's, ideas. it's wholesome. We have a game plan. It's so wholesome. Hamish hey, on the Australian Lego Masters is the best host of any TV show ever. Full stop. Like I think, I think, yeah. Watch Australian Lego Masters. They got two seasons, and it's not American reality show. It's Australian reality show, which is a lot more. They have regular. episodes where they don't eliminate people. Yeah, it's just like it's yeah, just yeah. They just fun. do it. Yeah. So they don't they don't make false drama. It's just like oh, you think fell. Well, that sucks. You make it da da So my actual question. For everyone here. Oh, right. What's up? What was your favorite part of our podcast stuff from the last year? Oh. Do. So, this is a. That's kind of a weird thing that I don't think people remember their own podcast because no. they're I mean, just I here to talk. 
the only the only podcast I remember is when me and Tyler ranted about Fallout for a really long time. Mm-hmm. That God, that wasn't this year though. Yeah, I know, but that's no. the one I always remember. Okay, that's fair. We got yeah, Amy. What do you remember? Uh, I don't know how. Ouch, my Invisalign broke. Um, rubber band snapping my face. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I will start my sentence over again. She's Meh. got adult braces. Meh. I have braces. Um. Uh, I don't know how fun it was to listen to, but I actually really enjoyed our uh, Pathfinder episode. I thought that was fun. It did go a lot later than I wanted it to on the night that I worked, but yeah, I actually had a lot of fun with that. I had fun playing with you guys. That also wasn't this year. What the fuck? That was Halloween of the year before? Mm -hmm. 2019? I was actually going to say, my favorite thing was what we actually did on Halloween. Uh... (laughs) Which was oh. my was which was my did my reverse Disney game. Oh, yes, your satanic Disney game. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty sure everything sounds fucked up. Played backwards. I felt like we were gonna summon like an Elrich god of some kind during that. <laughs> Amy, did you get a chance to, a chance to listen to that? Uh, Didn't think so. My favorite one of the year. <laughs> um, I liked the Newlyweds game, best friend versus best friend. That was fun. It's always the game ones. We like playing game. What year did did we do the the trend show this year? No. Yeah, that started the games. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. Because that was my warehouse sale weekend. Because I wasn't available. Yeah. And then I set up. And that's the last oh, warehouse right, sale that I have had. That's where I had to yeah. do the, the the editing for it. And I was like, Amy's like, you should add effects here and here. And I'm like, no, Amy, I'm yeah. not gonna do it. And I did it anyway. Yeah. No. That that was. That was the weekend that I had COVID and didn't realize Did it. You actually? Oh, there you go. You don't know. I've got an antibody test that says yes. Oh, so oh. I, didn't, yes. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> no, I got one in the summer, and it's just like, like I think I might have had this. As soon as they started talking, pardon, pardon me, listeners, this is the gross-out moment, so if you don't want to listen to that, skip for the next 10 seconds. I never have fucking diarrhea, and that whole warehouse sale weekend... I had a low fever. I was dealing with fatigue, and I had the fucking squirts the entire time. I don't think you want to broadcast your squirts. I don't know. Yeah, I know. You're gonna edit gonna this, and you're gonna have yourself a hard beep, think beep, beep. <laughs> about whether to leave that in. <laughs> what if it was just? Well, I guess no. Not too much MSG. Just too just much do MSG. Do a fart sound effect. Too. Do a fart sound yeah. effect. <laughs> but in any case, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like that. I, I'm serious though, like that. It would appear that I had it. Mm. Now, granted, I did have SARS-CoV-2 back when that pandemic was going on. Oh, you're trying to catch them all, Mr. Pokemon Master. <laughs> Apparently. I also wasn't really affected heavily by that one either. Ironically, so, neither was my a question guy as to what that got sick. You shouldn't yeah. say COVID ironic? on this because we'll get stricken and... It, that's it's not been an issue with the podcast platforms recently. That was much more of a deal earlier on. As long as I don't try to deal out medical advice, which I am not in any way dealing out medical Floss advice. your teeth! <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to go and back that one. <laughs> Floss your teeth Listen 2021. But Use deodorant. <laughs> 2021. These are some strong platforms, my friends. So Bathe occasionally. Do we want to call Once it? a week. So yeah, yeah, once a week. Let's go around really fast then and just give our year a, a, a very quick thing of just what we thought our year was like. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tyler? What if we just you do a one-word summation? Yeah, that's what I mean. 
a one, one word. One, sorry, one to three words, Ooh. just to make it. Just to one make it phrase. Open. Yeah, yeah. Keep it to yeah. a sentence. Um, <laughs> with the lack of travel and increase of work at my place, it has been pretty financially good. That's the that's the thing I got. Lots of overtime and not having to spend money on airplane tickets. Perfect summation. Yeah. Very little has changed for me. <laughs> I, I go to work. I come home. I sit at my computer. I have dinner with my family. And then I go to bed. <laughs> the only difference is that I don't go to D&D on Wednesdays. I sit at my computer and do D&D <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> That's literally the only thing that's changed. <laughs> and work has just been busy. John? Um, crap. <laughs> yeah, I know! There you go! <laughs> wow, one word! Family, um, family obligations. Notice the Canadians have a different opinion? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, Amy? Oh, I would summate 2020 with the word resilience. I had to be really resilient this year. <laughs> I had to dig deep sometimes. Yeah. I meant it was a little bit. I know, that's highly sexual. <laughs> so you were almost out of it, and now it's like, okay, we got three whole dollars. The Eden, the Eden Reforestation Project is going to rename themselves. The highly sexual re re reforestation project. Oh, no. <laughs> This is gonna this is gonna be the new ice bucket challenge. It's going to be how many sexual puns can you go and make and donate to this project? That's my goal. We're gonna make this into the new That's ice. What, that was always my camping thing. Uh, my camping when we were going camping, I would just turn it on and go, okay, let's turn everything into a sexual innuendo. And then my friends just had their clickers and they were just click, 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 <laughs> click. It was just a high score game now. Robert. incredibly challenging and incredibly blessed yeah. this was a year i should have hated and speaking personally it was one of the best years that i've ever had not in terms of what it was like i cried with a lot of friends i suffered serious losses but like tyler I was very lucky. I'm in an industry that continued to grow and grow massively where, from where it was even the previous year, which was going well. I was able to buy a house, get out of debt. Yeah. Huh. I was able to host friends and be able to go and give us at least a little sense of normalcy in the summer. I cannot state on how incredibly blessed I feel that I was able to accomplish those things for more than just myself. I was able to give a safe place for the people that I care about, the people that I absolutely love, the people in this podcast, the people that I do skits with. Cons didn't happen, but we had a great summer meetup. We took every precaution. I have upgraded 
even in the house that I bought, I upgraded our HVAC system with an atomizer. Every 90 seconds, the entirety of the air in my house is run through a purifier. It's not filter-based. It's actually going and killing viruses and particles. I put that money in so that people could feel safe here. And the fact that I was able to do that without suffering financial hardship is such a great feeling. I don't say this to brag. I say this because I'm grateful for the fact that I was able to give people something that they lacked the rest of the year. And I agree with you on that. Like, yeah. I've been busy. Like, true, I say mm -hmm. that like, oh, nothing's changed. But the industry I'm in yeah. is still afloat. It's yeah, I, and I'm and I, my, I and we're expanding. Like we're going, I'm gonna have yeah. to worry about more people. Yeah, it. Th this truly really was a year of extreme opposites, and I mean that across just about every possible definition. There were tons of people that ended up getting the royal shaft and had the worst time ever, and I count myself lucky that I wasn't in that position. And that's why this year I gave more money to charity than I ever have in my entire life. Because what else was I to do? It's not like I was going out to restaurants. I wasn't going out to the movies. I wasn't spending a lot of money on myself. I didn't need to. Somebody else needed it more. So, I guess with that... Sorry, Amy, you want to say something? No, we were segueing at the same time. Okay. I I guess with that, um, I'm going to go and say there is no sponsor this week. Uh, that being said, uh, Soccer Arrangers, we mentioned before that we take any revenue that comes into us, whether it be through Podbean, through uh, Stitcher, through Spotify, any revenue that's coming through us, we don't spend on ourselves. We go and put into other things. Paper our server. We well yeah, for the part, even that I've actually. Well, actually, not even that anymore. Um, talking to our CPA last year, he actually made the recommendation. Our overhead for that is so low. I've been paying that out of pocket this okay. last year. Because quite honestly. It just makes more sense. We're not putting this towards anything for ourselves. Like I said, we're not even paying hosting fees or anything like that through any of that revenue. We are giving it all. Operation Underground Rescue, the Eden Reforestation Project, Homes for the Hungry. We only give to a couple of charities, but this last year we were able to go and donate around $3,700 to these various organizations. I know that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but I'm really proud of everybody listening to us for keeping that going and putting up with the obnoxious Spotify ads. I get it. I know they're not fun. But it's something that allows us to do good in this world and I hope that it's been worth it. I hope that you guys enjoyed what we put out in 2020. I know we didn't have the greatest content stream that we've ever had. It was kind of hard. For a while there, there wasn't a lot of news or anything to riff off of. But we did our best. You guys came out. We grew our subscribership by over 10%, which I thought we were going to see the exact opposite. I thought we were going to shrink last year. We didn't. 
I love the community that we have listening to us. I love everybody that is listening. I love doing it with these insane people. I mean, my God, we just spent over an hour on tangents about 2020 that wasn't just about a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what I expected it to go and be. I, I'm so happy that we're still here. I'm happy that you guys are still listening. And I do believe that 2021, it's off to a rocky start, but I do believe that it is going to be not only a much better year, but I think that we are going to thrive as we go through it. I really do believe that good things are on the horizon, and I hope that we continue to grow. I hope that we're able to do more good. I can't say too much, but we do have some things going on in the background. We're working on a couple of other outreach and charity programs that we are going to be participating in actively this year so keep listening uh you know where to find us i mentioned um you can find us on itunes on google on stitcher on spotify everywhere but soundcloud because y'all suck and i'm still going to go after you guys if you try to go and cut us off again so with that, uh, hit us up. Um, technically, we still have Twitter. We don't use it. Instagram. We love Instagram. We'll be posting again here very soon. I really need to come up with a thumbnail for this week's episode. Oh, dear God. We're back into that season oh again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Soccer Rangers Podcast at gmail.com. Soccer Rangers Podcast at gmail.com. Cole, what's our email? Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for getting it right, Cole. get it right. Fuck you. No. No. No, you don't. <laughs> and with that bold face lie, thank you everybody for joining us. Have a great day. We'll be back next week. Same relative time. Same podcast place. What is 10% of one person? Your mama. <laughs> oh, does my mom listen to this podcast now? We only have one person listen to this podcast. 10% growth. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.